Hey, everybody, and welcome to Exposed Dragged Out. Each week, I talk to some individuals who may have went home a little bit too early on a Drag Race franchise, but this week, it's Halloween, and I thought, why not bring on somebody that I see weekly? They didn't go home too early on Canada's Drag Race. They actually won Canada's Drag Race. This is the one, the only, Priyanka. Priyanka. What did it, what did it, what, what, you, this is bringing me, I actually was going through my emails like every week whenever you send me the outline for our other podcast, I go into my emails and search your name and the one that always comes up is you sent me one on September 4th, the day after I won, being like, hey, like, congrats on winning, you deserved it, are you available to do my uh, YouTube interview series? <laughs> But, like, I, the reason why I love that so much is because, like, I also used to be that person having to, like, reach out to people to get interviews. So I have to love the hustle. Ugh, I mean, the hustle turns into, like, so much, too. Now I created my lovely email assistant at josephashepherd.com. And, you know, I'm my own assistant, but her name is actually Missy. Oh. So now I feel, like, very, like... I can be a bitch now in emails, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't have to worry if it's me, but now everybody listening is going to know, but who cares? No, it's fine. Who cares? We all need, like, we all need an alter ego, and, like, I just recently hired a real assistant, and, like, it's hard to have an assistant. Wait, do you feel like with you having an assistant, do you still want to do everything on your own? Yeah, like, like, do you feel like you can do it better? No one can ever do anything that I do, because I've already created this monster for myself, so it's kind of hard. Like, an assistant needs to be, like, an imprint of you, or else they're literally not helpful. So, like, it's not that she can't train to be that, it's just, like... She's on her way there and she's incredible and, and amazing. It's just like, it's really hard because first of all, you feel like dumb. You're like, am I going to actually hire an assistant? Like, who do I think I am? But people forget like how much hard work these things are. Like posting the Instagram photo while doing a podcast, while setting up the choreography for the next performance, while worrying about like, like we literally wrapped a Halloween shoot the other day. And I literally was like, okay, so it's October 20th. What are we going to be posting in November? Like, it's literally like it's never, it doesn't stop. So like having an assistant is someone to like, you know, think about those things. And there's a lot of, there's a lot, we're only one person. We're only one person. You're only one person. But also, okay, I do have to know, when it came down to finding an assistant, also, I want to know this this in the world of dating. Do you ever feel like you could potentially be used? Like, how do you siphon out the bad ones? Yeah, I, I what attracts me for my assistant and my partner is like, you want to know that they liked you or were interested in, in you before a drag race. Like, like and, I, and I know that you meet people in different forms and you never know you could meet the love of your life after you won Canada's Drag Race. But the guy who I dated right after I won Canada's Drag Race was using me for my name. He was trying to be a politician. So he was using me as, you know, a plot, like subconsciously. So subconsciously, <gasps> but he was, you know, he just so happened to want to be a politician in Ottawa. And just so happened to be dating the first ever winner of Canada's Drag Race. Like, I felt fucking used. How did you figure all of that out, though? I didn't figure it out until I was desperate and I was like, oh. (laughs) Oh, wait, figure out that he was using me or figure out how to not be used? Oh, figure out that he was using you. Not until the end, honestly. Like, it wasn't until I, I did The Social, which is a really big talk show in Canada mm-hmm. and it was a really big deal and right after he called me he's like yeah I watched it it was great we're over what and I was like 
what sick person? <laughs> and also the day before my uncle died. So it was like my uncle died. And my mom was like, you have to still do the social. Like, it's a big deal for you. Like, I know that you're mourning the loss of your uncle, but like, keep yourself busy. Mm-hmm. My mom is very like level-headed when it comes to that thing, the, those things. So I did the show. And then right after, he dumped me. And then I was like, what is happening here? It was bad. And then that's when I kind of like clicked and I was like, you actually never like cared for me. Like if you care for someone, like I care, there have been people that I care for that I've dumped after like a week (laughs) because I care for them and I would never want to lead them on. I think when you realize that you've been led on and you've been taken advantage of, that's when those are the longest relationships because those are the ones that take time to develop into like the character scenario of like, oh, this person is doing this. Anyways, long story short, is the same thing applies when it comes to hiring an assistant or finding a new partner. Like for my assistant, like I know her from when I first started drag and she was like in the bars, like would come out all the time. So she saw me rise from local bar star to Canada's Drag Race winner. So she wasn't like in it for that. So that helps. And then same rules apply with dating. Like, I don't know. Like I figure, like I feel like if you knew me before Drag Race, that's definitely a bonus. Definitely a bonus. Oh, oh, let's talk about before Drag Race. Let's get into some Halloween. I want to know what your first costume that you actually remember wearing as a child. Wow. My first costume that I ever remember wearing as a child would have to be a clown. Because I remember feeling that like white clown paint all over my face and you kind of feel like you're being suffocated. And like... This is back in the day where there what was like... What white paint did you have on your face? It was like, just like the clown white from like the Halloween store. And And now, you were suffocating? It was just like too much. It was like the smell of it was so harsh. And this was a this was like back in the day where like you didn't know to like set your face. Like I was like five years old. Like I didn't have like translucent setting powder back in the day. This is like 95. Okay, okay. So 95. Did you do it or did your mom do it? My mom definitely did it. My mom definitely did it. I didn't do it. I was like, I was not that like femme when it came to my costumes because like a lot of our costumes were like hand-me-downs. Like the year before my brother was a clown. So this year I'm going to be a clown. So it's sad, but I also was like, I also wasn't that like creative in my Halloween costumes because I think like what I actually wanted to be would never actually happen. So I kind of just like stayed quiet. Like there was, I was actually thinking about this the other day. Like there was one Halloween dance where I just really wanted to wear a sparkly cape. (laughs) Wait, there's a dance? (laughs) Yeah, when I was in high school. You had Halloween dances? Yeah, don't you in America? No! (laughs) Oh. Wait, is are you being serious? Yeah, like a Halloween dance. Not like a dance, like, like a choreographed dance, but like a, everyone goes to a dance. No. I mean, I didn't. Maybe others did, but I've never heard of that. Did you have like semi-formals or something? Like, or like proms? We had like winter formal and then like, which we called homecoming. And then we had prom, which we basically did for uh, spring. Oh. Well, that sucks. So- sorry about your childhood. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about your childhood, huh? Well, I mean, you were the clown. Did you, where did your parents take you? Like, describe the Halloween that you would have as a child. It was cold. My dad would get home from work at four o'clock. My mom would get home from work at six. My dad would typically go out with us. So my mom would give out the candy at the door because she was nicer than my dad. And it would be cold. We Would, would go your parents dress up? No. Oh my God, no. 
No, they were not those kind of parents. Like Halloween for me, like it was really weird. Like it, like my parents were such hustlers, and they were like always trying to pay their bills. So, like how, like all the like all the holidays except for Christmas were kind of always felt like an afterthought. And I don't blame them. It's just like they didn't have time. They had four boys, right? So it's not like one kid to like fawn over. It was like four costumes, like four sets of candy to have to deal with. Like all the candy you have to buy at the door. Like now that that I'm an adult, I like I realize how much hard work it is to even like make sure those things happen for your kids. So yeah, I'm trying to think of like other epic. Is my Halloween sad? Like does Halloween sounds sad. What do you mean it sounds sad? Your Halloween? Yeah, like, oh, poor Priyanka. I mean, mine was kind of the same. Like, we would, my mom made all my outfits. She would go to, like, the local whatever Michaels or whatever, like, the design store is. And so, like, I remember my first one was, I was Aladdin. I remember that. And I remember that she, like, stitched and made the whole jacket and the pants and the hat. And then I was Woody from Toy Story, and she made the whole outfit and the vest and everything. That's amazing. Um, did you and, love that your mom made the outfits, or did you hate it because the kids wore the store-bought ones? You know what? It never actually passed a thought in my head oh. until recently. And I was like, because I just thought it was so cool to be like Woody or to be like, you know, Aladdin. Like, I just thought that that was the cool part. And I would, we had a fireplace and I would put on a cape. I know Aladdin really didn't have a cape, but I would put on this cape and I jumped off that fireplace over and over to a whole new world. We put it on a record player and I'd be like, a whole new world and just going everywhere. I fucking love that. I felt, I felt it. You felt it. and But you never found your Jasmine, unfortunately. I mean, I had a Jasmine, but, you know, she was a woman and, you know, that... Really she was a lesbian. She was a lesbian. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then my parents sometimes... It wasn't until I was a little bit older, then they started taking us to the gated communities. And they would, like, let us oh, go in. and that's where they had the big... Yes. That's where they had the, the big, big bars. bars. Yes. What's your favorite candy? What was your candy that you stole at Halloween? Like, you wanted to eat. Uh, I love gum, like double bubble or like, like, I don't like, I don't know why. I don't know why. That is the most I'm bizarre. obsessed with gum. Even now, even now, like, like I love Sour Patch Kids. Don't get me wrong. Like I love like chocolate. I love it all. But gumballs and double bubble, like, and like having your gum and having it go a little bit of a stale and introducing a sweet tart to it. Just like to re-up the, the flavor. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are you the type of person who puts like the the fruity stuff on ice cream? Do you like put gummy bears and stuff on ice cream? Uh, no, that's disgusting. But I do like when I was like, you know, like a frozen yogurt, I would get like a sorbet and like put like nerds in it. So it's crunchy. Like I like crunchy things. I actually like that. It's like I need to do that now. Nerds and a sorbet. You know I mean? Just like a little crunch crunch. Mm. But also about crunching is I have, I forget what the word is called, but I have a phobia of crunching. Like when people are around me eating. It turns me into a demon. How do you deal with it, like, with your boyfriend? Do you, it's like... It's bad. It's not good. It's not good. He knows I have it, so, like, he, I told him, I'm, don't get offended. It's not personal. It's just, like, it's annoying me. It's not you. It's me. I literally put... He was eating chips, and I put him on the other side of the couch, and I sat on the other side of the couch, and I put a pillow between us so I couldn't hear it. It's a real thing. Like, it's literally... It's a real thing. It revolts me, and, like, it doesn't matter who you are. It makes me, like... It makes me, I don't want to say unattracted, but like if if it was a new person that I was dating, it would make me like unattracted to them. Yeah, no, 100%. Because I do the same thing with my boyfriend. I got to the point where like when we would eat together, I would always put on music. 
Like, yeah. Yeah, 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 I yeah. can't. Like, there's like certain times and certain, there's also certain foods. It depends on the food too. Cause when something is gushy, I hate hearing it like that wetness. I hate hearing the wetness and I, and I hate hearing their teeth clink together cause they're still chewing the gushiness. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yeah. I hate it. Like, and it's, or when people, do you ever have people who like bite their forks and stuff? Hearing that sound is awful. Yeah, hearing that sound is nasty. Hearing the, when they, whenever someone shoves too much food in their mouth and they have to like slurp it in because they didn't like, they, that's fucking disgusting. Like, why can't you just make a smaller bite or something? Anyway, so <laughs> this is something that I actually want to get like CBT for, like go to like cognitive behavior mm-hmm. therapy for it because like, I don't like that it makes me revolted in my boyfriend and other people. Like, even the other day, we were eating dinner with my dad, and he was, like, eating like a normal person does. Because the thing is, like, they're not doing anything wrong. Mm-hmm. They're just eating their food. Like, they're not chewing with their mouth open on purpose or, like, chomping loud or whatever. They're just literally eating. But to me, it's like, it's like daggers. Like, boom. The fuck is happening? It's nasty. But I also feel like sometimes when people enjoy food, they decide to eat louder. I don't know what it is. Like there are times like when it's just like a one-on-one situation, I feel like people are a lot louder. Interesting. Yeah, I feel like because then they can like enjoy the food and they're not feeling like judgment of people watching them. So it's like (laughs) Yeah. I don't know what it is, but I feel like that is, that's scary to me. Like, that's spooky. Like, it, I think it's spooky that I'm wired to hate that. Like, that's a Halloween special. Yeah, Halloween special. You're also wired to, like, horror movies. I know that you are the biggest fan of all. What are your, like, top two or three? Top two or three would be Halloween Resurrection, where you can see a um, cameos from LL Cool J and Tyra Banks. It's what made me actually scared. Like at night, I wouldn't be able to fall asleep because I would think that my- Michael Myers is downstairs. Like, and I would still watch it. it was like <laughs> crack. It was literally like crack. I would just be like staring at it, like, oh my god, oh my god, amazing. Um, it, um, the, the mm. remakes are very the fucking remake. scary, very scary. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would say, get out. You didn't say scream. Scream is not scary. Scream is not a scary movie. Scream is, in terms of horror movies, is like the Disney Channel special that you want to watch every Halloween. But I'm talking shit that scares the shit out of you. Like, I don't worry that Ghostface is going to call me. I worry that Michael Myers is going to kick down by my door and, and just gut me like a fish. Scream is Priyanka, a we should have had you call people today as Ghostface. Oh, we could have used like, a, like, a, like, a, like, a, like an app. Like, like a, a Halloween prank. What's your favorite yeah. Priyanka Candace Drag Race moment? <laughs> Reviews. They are everything, whether it be a podcast review, food review, any time that you can read what another person's experience is, you kind of feel like, hey, you know what? Like, I understand where you're coming from. It can help you make some of the biggest decisions that you have to make in your life. And when it comes to finding healthcare, ratings matter even more. And that's where ZocDoc comes in. ZocDoc is an app where you can compare doctors by their ratings and read reviews from real patients. So you can find and book highly rated local doctors. It has been so eye-opening just to be able to see where I'm going to go before I actually go there. Because I normally have always dreaded going to the doctor before I ended up using ZocDoc. So 
Just download the free ZocDoc app, the easiest way to find a great doctor and instantly book an appointment. With ZocDoc, you can search for local doctors who take your insurance, read verified patient reviews, and book an appointment in person or by video chat. You never have to wait on hold with a receptionist again because nobody likes the hold music. Whether you need a primary care physician, dentist, dermatologist, psychiatrist, eye doctor, or other specialist, ZocDoc has you covered. Go to ZocDoc.com exposed and download the ZocDoc app to sign up for free. Every month, millions of people use ZocDoc and I'm one of them. It's my go-to whenever I need to see a doctor. So now is your time to prioritize your health. Go to ZocDoc.com exposed. That's Z-O-C-D-O-C.com exposed and download the ZocDoc app to sign up for free and book a top-rated doctor. Many are available as soon as today. That's zocdoc.com slash exposed. ZocDoc makes healthcare easy. Do you remember the first horror movie you watched? Of course I remember the first horror, horror movie I've watched. It was actually Scream in my basement really? with my three brothers. It came out in 96, I think. So I was four years old or five years old. And I remember watching it. And that's when I fell in love with horror movies. I was like, this is so scary. I remember we watched it like behind my parents' back, of course. And it was like, I've never seen such a cinematic masterpiece. <laughs> I remember being so obsessed that Scream 2 came out that I remember going to Blockbuster and like trying to find it and it would always be sold out because it was new. And I remember finally getting my hands on it and watching it. Like right, I ran home from school and like put it into the VCR and watched Scream 2. And I remember being so like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Like I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. I miss that. Like, scary movies don't do that for people anymore. I don't think that, like, movies in general are, like... Obviously, movies are very exciting, but, like, there's not a lot of, like, physical labor to getting the things that you want now. It's, like, back in the day, we had to, like, get up off of our seats to go to the rental store to rent the movie. And if it's not there, then we just simply can't watch it. Or when Britney came out with her her music, like, if it was sold out, like, you couldn't listen to the album until you got it. Or even concert tickets. Like, if you wanted a concert ticket, you have to go your ass to a box office and stand there. But that's what made it so special to me. Now it's like things come out in theaters, but they also come out on our streaming services. We just have to pay for it, which is great. And that's the way of the world. But there's just something. And not, not that not, not that I want it to go back to that, but there is just something so special about. Like, that's why I, I always remember Scream, because, like, that's why. And that's on period. I remember going to Blockbuster and, okay, this was the time when I was like 12, 11. I was starting to feel some oats. I was like, you know what? Do I like some guys? I may like guys. I don't know. So I would let my dad take me to Blockbuster and I convinced him that I loved all the Jasons and all of the fucking Michael Myers. I was like, I love Halloween. I love Friday the 13th. But actually, I was just watching them and fast-forwarding to see if there would ever be a dick. Because, you know, they always had boobs. Like, there was always sex scenes. No, seriously. I would just scrub through and I would, like, be a horny teenager. And I would be, like, ready to go. And literally, I'm like, just boobs? Boobs again. Boobs again. Where's the dick? And I literally thought that, like, the dicks were going to come. But they never did. There was this movie. 
that my mom rented. It was like some rom-com. And there's one scene where they're like making love in a cave and you see the guy's butt. And I remember being like, this, this is me. (laughs) I literally was like, this is everything to me right in here on this day. That's so funny, but they never show dicks. Yeah, they never show dicks. Have you seen, wait, did you watch the new Slumber Party Massacre? No. Okay, so it came out last week, and basically it was, like, made-for-TV movie at sci-fi. But it's so comical because you know how, like, girls are always overly sexualized? Uh-huh. In, like, horror movies, they over-sexualize the guys. So there's, like, shirtless pillow fights, shower scenes, <laughs> all this stuff. It's so good. I love that. I fucking love that. I need to see a good... I mean, it's also funny because, like, we're also trained to, like, normalize seeing boobs and butts of women in movies. So whenever you see a guy, it feels like, <gasps> have I been yeah, pulled out, it pulled out like of the closet? Yeah, it feels like you won the jackpot. <laughs> yeah. It feels like I shouldn't be watching it, but obviously I want to. Fuck. So if you were in a horror movie, I know that's your dream. If you were in a horror movie and they were like, Priyanka, the only way that we are going to offer you this role is if you go nude, would you do it? It's so funny that you asked me this question because... In Canada, we have YTV's The Zone, which I talk about all the time. That's what I used to host. And there, when I was younger, I was watching a woman named Sugar on it. She was, like, so famous in Canada. Like, her name was Sugar, and she was also on Kiss 92.5. She was, so she was, like, a radio host and a kids' TV show host, and she was doing it all, and she was everywhere. And her big thing was that she went to L.A. to go make her dreams come true and whatever, whatever. And... When my friend Rachel, who's one of my besties, she called me and was like, hey, have you seen Mike and Dave need wedding dates? And I was like, why? And then she's like, Sugar is in that movie and she does a full frontal. And I was like, what do you fucking mean? And like, as somebody that used to watch this kids TV host on on kids TV, I was like, oh my God. But what she did was, she was fantastic in the movie and I'm so happy that she owned her body, whatever. What she did was, instead of doing like, a normal, like, full front frontal, like, trimmed vagina. Like, she just had this big bush. Like, bigger than a normal bush. And I was like, oh, that was probably, like, a clause in her contract. Like, do... You know what I mean? To to, to do... Yeah. To do the movie. So I would never do full front frontal. I have enough body dysmorphia to do that. But um, I don't even think I'd ever take my shirt off in a film. Like, I don't... Like, I just not... I'm not that kind of guy. Like, whenever guys sleep with their shirts off and stuff, like, I literally... I, right now, I'm wearing this, like, head-to-toe sweater set. Like, this is what I slept in. Do you have body issues? Like, do you have body dysmorphia? Like, do you feel... I mean, I know all gay people do, but yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. No, of course. Especially, like, being, like, a skinny brown boy. Like, it was always, like, just not an accepted body type, especially where I grew up. So I just, like, never felt comfortable taking my shirt off. And it lives with you. It just, like, it's always a lingering thing. Like, even if I get over it, no matter who you are, it just lingers. It stays forever. I remember, like, I was a chunky kid when I was younger. And I always did the t-shirt on the pool. Like, you know, I'd always, like, wear the big, long t-shirts. And and, and then at the end of the day, I'm thinking back on it. And I'm like, that was worse. Like, who let me keep that t-shirt on? Like, I know. Oh, but it, it, no. was your, it was your safety blanket. Like, even when I'm swimming now, I still, like, get into the pool really, really wear a fast. Because people stare, especially in the... I wear a shirt, I'm dead. People do stare. People stare. <laughs> Ugh, get out of my face. Uh, so, okay, so you would never do full frontal. But would you do full frontal if they gave you a really humongous prosthetic penis? It's not about my penis. My dick is great. Yeah, yeah, no, no. But I'm saying, I like, if you didn't to. have to, like, show the goods. You just don't want to. <laughs> no. 
my dick is fine, hon. <laughs> <laughs> and wait, how how would you want to die in said scary movie? What would be like your dream death? Let's lay it out. So I'm working at the lab because I'm a scientist. No, I'm working. Where am I working? Am I a drag queen? Uh, typical, typical. Okay, say I'm a drag queen. Okay. I'm on stage performing to my smash hit single. <laughs> and someone comes and hands me a shot and I take the shot. And I'm fine. Things are going blurry, but it's the end of my number, so it's fine. I go into my dressing room. And then all of a sudden I pass out. And I wake up in a shrine of myself. There's wax figures. There's my old costumes that went missing at the beginning of the movie. And there he is. He's standing there. My ex-boyfriend who took advantage of me and tried to ride my coattails. And he's wearing my skin because he actually wanted to be me. Not get ahead in his life. He wanted to be Priyanka. And he's circling around the chair saying, you did this to me. You're the reason why. You did this to me. You're the reason why You didn't mention me on national TV. You didn't mention me on national TV. You're the reason why my political career flopped. And then he takes a knife. And then he peels a part of my arm off. And I'm screaming in agony. But what he doesn't know is that I found a way to get out of the chair. So I get out of the chair. I throw it at him. Okay? Now I'm running. I'm running so fast in a museum of my career. He's built a mansion (laughs) out of all things me. I trip over slime because I used to get slimed on YTV. He tries to drown me in the slime. It doesn't work. I get away again. I walk into this room and it's full of fortune tellers and he tries to hit me over the head with a crystal ball because Miss Cleo. I walk into a room And there's wedding dresses everywhere. Because Night of a Thousand Celines, honey. And he arises in a tuxedo. And he kills me. He kills me by shoving a knife in my neck and keeping it in there. And then shoving another knife in my other side of my neck and keeping it in there. And he looks me in the eyes and he says, what's my name? Oh my God. Priyanka, do you already have this written down somewhere? Or did you just come up that? Like, did you just come swing? I actually just impro- I improved all of that, and I'm worried for my, my mental health. <laughs> Priyanka, that was actually so good. And then them saying, "What's my name?" That could be the name of the movie. It's done. That's it's the done. horror movie. That's the horror movie. It's done. What said? What I've said is what I said. If you are a um, film director, producer, and you would like to help make this dream a reality for Priyanka, call me. Bitch. Please email. Draggedoutpod at gmail.com or hit Priyanka up on your socials. But she may not respond to you because she has lots of people that come in. So just send me an email and I'll get it to her. Yes, and he wants temper. We're going to make project. this happen. It'll happen. It'll happen. I have faith in it. It has to. It'll oh. happen. <laughs> My last thing that I want to do to close this out is I want to talk to you about, I want you to think very hard about the most horrific or scariest thing to happen to you while doing drag or being on Drag Race? Was there a moment or has there been a moment where you have been scared, horrified, shocked? There was one time where I was watching a drag show in drag. Like I I think I was like, it was in between sets or something. And this guy came up behind me and smacked my phone out of my hand. And 
I was like, what the fuck's happening? And I look over and it's this guy who thought I was sleeping with his current boyfriend. He came to get a, like get vengeance on me at the bar as Priyanka. And I like look over to him and he was like, what? And then he tried to like go for like for a swing. Like he tried to like punch me, but the security caught, the security caught him. And I remember in that moment being so scared because like drag is like a, like a superhero costume. So to have someone like try to attack you while you're in drag is the most, is the scariest thing ever. Cause it's like a shield, right? It's like an armor. Like that was, I would say that that's like, that's the scariest thing to ever happen to me in drag. Oh my gosh. So what happened to him? Did he get pulled out? He got pulled out. And you know what the worst part is, is I would keep seeing him and I, and I would tell the owners of the bar, like, hey, like this guy is a threat to me and, and I don't feel comfortable. And they're like, no, he's fine. He's fine. Didn't listen. He never attacked no. me again, but he didn't listen. I ended up having a conversation with him and saying like, what the fuck was that about? Like, are you okay? And he's like, that guy just makes me crazy. And I was like, Art, and I was like, that guy who you're talking about, I dated him for like not even a day. It was like a quick stint. And you Oh, all you were- dated this guy. Well, yeah, duh. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, you and I was like, you guys were broken up as you know. So it doesn't matter if I slept with him or not. Bye. Like I wasn't I wasn't an infidelity. Like I was just like, it is what it is. Anyways, fucking fuckers. These fuckers, I tell you. Oh, so what are your Halloween plans this year? Are you doing anything? Well, I'm going to North Carolina on Saturday, October 30th for fun to hang out with Laganja Extranja. Oh, that will be fun. What's she doing in North Carolina? I have no clue, but it's happening. And then on Sunday, I fly back in and no one, it's funny because everyone's kind of like looking to me for the big Halloween plan. But I'm like, I don't really want to have people over because then I have to clean up everyone's mess. You know what you should do? You should tell everybody to dress up, give them the address <laughs> to bathhouse, and you have like a full costume. Everybody has costumes in a bathhouse. That's so fun. I miss the bathhouse days. Those were fun days, like before drag, like before anything really took off. Just mm. a good. Oh, so a, you you did you dibbled and dabbled. I dibbled and I dabbled. I wasn't like cruising every night, but I would get like super drunk and like drag my friends to the bathhouse and be the one friend that goes missing because I'm getting fucked in someone's room. Oh. oh my god! The good days. This is before anything happened. This is before I was even on kids TV. Like it was like it was like a sweet spot where I could do whatever I want. And then the minute I started kids TV, I was like, time to bu- 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 just put the seatbelt on. Oh my goodness! Can you imagine if you were in a bathhouse and there was like a daddy, and the daddy was like, "My kid watches you." <gasps> yeah, and I'm like, "Tell your kid that I'm his mommy now." Mm. Oh. Well, thank you, Priyanka, for chatting Halloween and scary shit with me. Priyanka, tell everybody where to find you on the socials and what they can also do with this music. Well, 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 fuckerinos, you can follow me at the Queen Priyanka on Instagram and TikTok. And you can also find me on Twitter at the Queen Pri. And my music, Taste Test, it's out. It's been out since July and it's making waves through the music charts and the music community and it's going viral and all that stuff. So just listen support and have a good time listening to my damn music will 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 yeah it's called taste test and there's five tracks for you to get to know period and that's on period there's a girl so i, I live across from a library and it's a girl that like doesn't think that no and like that any, anyone can see her but she's like facing the wall doing something shady and i don't know what she's doing but i'm watching her right now so that's all i have to say maybe she's masturbating i hope so i love when people just need to get off and it's so empowering have you ever 
spied on anybody or have you ever been spied on? I've, there's one time I was in Vancouver on a YTV tour and I opened my window in my hotel and there was these two guys like on the window fucking and I was like, oh, they want to, they definitely want me to watch this. Like there's like, why would you be doing that if you don't want people to see you? <laughs> so you got your popcorn. Like, on the window. It wasn't like you... they were on the bed and their window <gasps> happened to be open. They were like on the window. On the window. Oh. So it was cool. It was really nice. It was really cool. It was really cool to watch. Very thrilling. Well, guys, um, <laughs> thank you for listening to this lovely podcast. You can listen every week on Thursdays. Also, make sure to go over to the YouTube channel that I have. Go check out some interviews. I love you guys. Thank you. Enjoy Halloween. Until next time, I'm Joseph Shepard, and that is Priyanka. Bye. I don't know why you're waving, but that's cool. Bye. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Exposed Dragged Out, brought to you by The Dip. I'm Joseph Shepard, your host. You can follow me on all things social at Joseph A. Shepard. That's S-H-E-P-H-E-R-D. You can also go to thedip.com slash RuPaul's Drag Race. The Dip with two P's dot com. That's the dip with two Bs.com. Use promo code EXPOSE for 50% off your membership. And be sure to check out other podcasts from the dip, including Hot Off the Mess with Samantha Bush, the Daily Pop Culture Podcast, Pop Chaser, TV History Podcast, TV Watch Repeat, Real Housewives Podcast, the Slut Pick Podcast, and also I Am the Cute One, a Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen Podcast. Until next time, I'm Joseph Shepard. <laughs> <laughs>